All right, folks, the indoctrination of the transgender agenda and brainwashing is complete in many places. One state that has been in the forefront of the battle for the soul of society, meaning the family, where parents decide what their children are exposed to, learn, etc. when it comes to morality and critical race theory and what have you, is the state of Virginia. To the point where the formerly Democrat state did a full-on revolt, got Youngkin in, and has definitely said, hey, we're now paying attention to the indoctrination of our children. We uh, are going to fight back in the at the school board level and then taking essentially taking over the government with people like Youngkin and others that have that same mentality. Let parents decide. Not saying the damage is done, but of course you don't quickly curb uh, the tide of indoctrination that's been going on for a while now. So students are walking out of school this week in Virginia in protest to the new state guidelines for how schools handle transgender issues. Earlier this month, the state's Department of Education released new guidelines saying that sports teams should be based on biological sex and focused heavily on parental rights. Now, of course, these policies are a 180 degree from the 2021 guidance uh, issued by then Democratic Governor Ralph Northam, you know, blackface Northam. Because once again, the true racists are the Democrats, but they're Democrats, so they get away with it. Now, this new guidance asserts that parents are in the best position to work with their children and where appropriate, their children's healthcare providers determine what names, nicknames, or pronouns, if any, shall be used by their child by teachers and school staff while their child is at school. Whether a child engages in any counseling or social transition at school that encourages a gender that differs from their child's sex, and whether the child expresses a gender that's different from their child's sex while at school. Once again, all of these things are supposed to be under the direction of the parents. Interestingly enough, it doesn't say that the schools, let's say the parents and medical professionals think that Johnny Q is really Juanita, then they can decide that he will now be a she. And it sounds like to me like the schools can be accommodating in this. But that wasn't enough. We had uh, students in Fairfax, Prince William, Luton, Arlington, and Stafford counties walk out in protest of the new guidance. Henrico and Chesterfield, crowds big and small, came out of the classroom to protest the VDOE's model policies. By walking out together, we are showing education leaders, the community, and the media that as students of Open High School, students of Richmond Public Schools, and students of Virginia that we do not support these pro proposed policies. Yeah. Yes, children don't like the policies that give 
first of all, let's take the woke part out of it, that give parents responsibility over them. In other news, children don't like bedtime, curfews, and other rules their parents may have. And so just like my little logo here, they're walking out of their classrooms. Walkouts at nearly 100 schools across the Commonwealth Tuesday were organized by Pride Liberation. We had actually been doing as Pride Liberation Project some work on making sure that the guidelines as they were before were enforced by localities and then to find out that this was all going to go downhill was um, really shocking as, and I can't even imagine as a trans person how that would feel. <laughs> Classic li liberalism. Outraged and speaking for another group of people, which of course is not wrong in itself, right? We speak out for children, right? That's what I've been doing almost all this week and last week just with this whole uh, indoctrination and sexualization of our children. We give a voice to the voiceless. But what is especially noteworthy when it comes to the left is they have an outrage for other groups of people without actually often consulting those other people. For instance, Blacks, Hispanics, Latinos, um, and other folks, right? White liberals, black liberals, making rules and making outrage for others. Most often, 99% of the time, hurting those same communities they supposedly think that they are helping. And they're not. It's all about virtual signaling. And by the way, I sure as hell would not let my daughters go to high school like this. Get that out of your nose. You are not cattle. And cover those shoulders, young lady. Modesty is important. Those proposed guidelines would put parents in control over what their child will be called in school and what pronouns they use, requiring them to submit written requests and documentation of name and gender changes. Parents can also choose to deny school-based counseling for students. Notice a very important thing here, like I said earlier, it's not like trans children in Virginia schools can't have new pronouns and can't have the counseling that the state was doing without parental involvement before, those things are still available. Those changes can still be made, except now the parents are calling the shots. It provides them the opportunity to know what's happening in their child school, in their lives. We don't want policies like the last model policies that create a wedge between the parents and the child. But of course, the Marxists, the treasonous traitors, rat bastards, the globalists, the evil, demonic, satanic, luciferian controllers absolutely want a wedge. It's all about the state and the demonic forces controlling our children. They want to continue to be able to indoctrinate them and control them. And that wedge has been there. It's just that wedge is getting fatter and wider. Wider, W-I-D-E-R. <laughs> it's not a race thing. It's an evil demonic thing. And guess what? Evil comes in white face, black face, yellow face, or whatever other face. Evil is evil. Okay, folks, this is not parody, and I'm not making this up. And this is a child here. So I'm not trying to be mean here. But as I play you the trans activist that organized this, along with the other girl who obviously is not a trans because she said, I don't even know how trans people would feel. I want you to notice a few things. First of all, the name of the school. I mean, is this like a bad Saturday Night Live parody? And also the, uh, the consistent 
and um, the well, just pay attention to what's circling around this poor trans child, um, and then think of the imagery that that may or may not convey. You'll see what I'm saying here in a moment. Pay attention to the name of the high school, and then pay attention to what is circling and pestering this trans child. We need allies. Skylar, a transgender student leading the walkout at Open High School, says it's the new policies that could drive a wedge between parents and their students. If I didn't have the support that I have at home, it would make it much more difficult for me to um, come out. And if I didn't have the support from the school, it would make, make my life so much harder as a trans person. Did you catch Open High School? Very interesting name. I'm sure it's probably named after someone named Open. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's Open Enrollment. I don't know. But that was kind of interesting. Uh, and also, I thought it was interesting that there was a fly pestering this child. Now, this is a child. Skylar is a child, a confused child. I, 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 I don't have that cross to bear. We all have our different challenges, temptations, uh, foibles, weaknesses, or what have you. And I pray for Skylar, and I hope uh, Skylar can figure it out. But how many times, and it, they don't come out very often, but there have been several who have come out and said, hey, look, I was confused as a child. I was questioning my sexuality. I was pressured. I was raped. I, I was molested. And then later they get their heads on straight and going, oh, my gosh, I was misinformed or I was uh, abused or I was misled by adults. And who knows what Skylar's future may be. So let's pray for Skylar and other children that are going through this. It's tough. We have to be uh, empathetic and we have to be have feelings of love and charity toward them. But once again, it's the parents' right to determine the proper care, not the state, not the school. And we know that the schools are full of, uh, full of and filled with all kinds of deviant bastards and bastardesses. I guess I could use the other word, B word for that, but that's a bad word I don't ever use. So, folks, what does Governor Youngkin, the governor, uh, Republican governor of Virginia, who was elected in part because parents were tired of the indoctrination and not having control of their kids, their kids, what they learn and, and what kind of indoctrination and what kind of opinions and counseling. Remember, part of the big revolt in Virginia has to do with this whole parents' right thing. What does their governor think? What does he have to say? What does he opine? Here's the rest of this news report, and then here's him on Fox and Friends discussing the matter. Governor Yunkin saying these policies restore constitutional rights to parents. Organizers saying it's students parents should worry about. Under Virginia law, they have a fundamental right to make sure that they can direct the health and the education of their children. And so these policies reaffirm those those fundamental rights. So a couple of things. Are you surprised that kids, the indoctrination's already started, it seems, to have a walkout started by these kids as if uh, having girls play against boys uh, is okay and pronouns got to be are somehow already intertwined in the curriculum. So you have to undo 
and bring give parents back the power to make their decisions. And if they decide, I think it's a great idea for transgender athletes to play with girls. And I think it's a great idea to change pronouns. They can make that decision. Well, first of all, to begin with, uh, we are we are having to correct, I think, a big mistake, which was previous policies that excluded parents from these decisions. And so that is a change, and I think it's an important one to make. Kids want to be in charge still. Yeah, and, and kids need their parents. I mean, I actually believe that children should have a right to have their children, what their, do you their do parents in a situation involved. If they're too scared to tell their parents because their parents will be against it. Well, I think they need to trust their parents. And, and this is a moment where, listen, as you know more than ever, parents love their children. They love them from before they were born. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have asked students to trust their parents. And uh, this is a moment also where, where good counseling and, and a good teacher relationship can help engage with parents. Um, this is a team but parents have to be at the center of it. Again, doesn't that sound reasonable? If you are a centrist, if you're a moderate Democrat, doesn't that sound reasonable? Okay, we still have all these resources for children. It's a team, the teacher, the counselor, but the parents are ahead of that team. They are at least a part of that team. But no, they have to push the parents out. Folks, this is a battle of good and evil and it is a satanic attack on the most important part of our society, the bedrock, the foundation of our society, parents and families. And I'm glad that Governor Youngkin realizes that this is not just about the transgender rights that boys can put lipstick on or do nothing and just say they feel like a girl and compete against girls. This is about parents having a say in their kids' lives, as it always was and as it always should be. I also believe that this is a moment for us to step back and recognize that, that the moment that we begin to push parents out of families, mm -hmm. out of decisions around right. in Virginia, whether they wear masks or not, or whether the materials are appropriate for school or, or in these most important decisions in their children's lives, I think we have all of a sudden taken a step so far out of bounds of what family dynamics must be, where parents deeply engaged in their kids' lives. This is a moment for us to step back and I think right or wrong, that it, and the wrong was to exclude parents from these decisions. So it's basically saying you can be whatever you want, but your parents will be involved. Your parents will be involved. Okay. Right. And if your parents, in fact, acknowledge and support an accommodation for you, then the accommodation sh shall be made. But at the end of the day, it right. is clear that parents have to be engaged. And kids change. can't make these decisions and you're not going to change because the kids walked out yesterday. No, no and, and, and I so respect the, <clears throat> the, the, the First Amendment right that's being exhibited here. As Governor Youngkin talked about there, everything has to do with having parental involvement, right? Including the mask mandates and wearing masks. All right, so I'm trying to find a way to segue into the next story. Uh, the Hills Rising TV had Dr. Anthony Fauci on to discuss mask mandates. We're going to end with this. Let me uh, let me play for you what... Uh, Anthony Fauci had to say, and then I'll give you the punchline to end this episode. What is your view of ongoing uh, restrictions? Do you still think um, they're necessary? Would you still recommend those types of things, masks, you know, some social distancing, some shutdowns, given that, you know, we're going to be facing this, th this disease at this level of contagiousness for some time? The CDC would recommend strongly 
that you wear a mask in a congregate indoor setting. And that would include schools, places of work, uh, anything that brings people together in a closed uh, environment. That is good public health practice. That's good health practice. So does Dr. Fauci practice what he preaches? Of course not. We saw that in the very beginning of the pandemic when he was with his mask down talking to people at a baseball game. But how about more recently? That interview was from about uh, three days ago. And this is Fauci over the weekend. A friend of mine took this picture of Fauci at the Aspen airport this weekend. Why no mask? Because no TV cameras were around. That is how it is with these treasonous, traitorous, rat, bastard, lying, control freaks, Fauci, Burks, and everyone else that is getting big pharma money and is part of the machine to take away parental rights and your rights to your body, your life. Of course, let me make sure that we all agree that does not extend to the unborn fetus within a woman, you know, a biological woman's womb. I know I didn't need to do that, but I thought it was important that I make that clear. We'll be back. Now the 